What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, holding it down for C-Dub and Bobby on the daily episode. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about where the Bears rank statistically so far this season against the competition, how they open are opening up nine-point underdogs against the Philadelphia Eagles, which makes sense. And then we'll talk about linebacker Jack Sanborn and what he's been doing in his rookie year. We'll talk about all that, plus some more, right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So the Chicago Bears are opening up against uh, the Philadelphia Eagles as nine-point underdogs. And this all makes sense. The Chicago Bears are 3-10 and 10 on the season so far, whereas the Philadelphia Eagles are 12-1 and 1 on the season. Definitely Super Bowl contenders, um, many people expect. So at the end of the day, the Bears are going up against one of the teams that is the NFL's best team this season. And it's not gonna, it may not look pretty against the Chicago for the Chicago Bears. The one thing that I do hope and, and want for, and we're gonna have a prediction show, of course, me, C Dub, and Bobby, where we hold it down and really go over our predictions and scores and everything for the game. But one of the things that I do want to see the Bears do is just look competitive, right? Just look competent. It's just execute. Like there's a difference between looking incompetent in a game and just not having the skill level to match the other team. Those are two completely different things. I want to see, even though I know we have injuries, Jaquan Brisker, Kyler Gordon, they are coming back as well. Khalil Herbert is on his way back, but probably isn't going to be back for this upcoming game. Uh, we got Justin Fields, who's had another week off, and it even looked electrifying in his first game back from injury. The Bears have enough in this game that I just want to see them look pretty good, right? I want to see them execute. I want to see the, the, the continued just development of this team. This team has come a far away so far this season, and sometimes I think we can forget just how far this team has come, both on the offensive end and initially defensively we were better. We traded a lot of uh, a lot of talent away. We got much worse defensively, and then we've kind of looked a little bit better um, in, in a lot of areas the last few games as well, getting stops where we needed to in some games and stuff like this. The Bears team, at the end of the day, we know that this team needs a bunch of talent coming into next season. And it is what it is. Looking against the Eagles, I tell you what, I can do a, pr a prediction here. I'm not going to be predicting the win for the Chicago Bears, but the Bears can come in and continue to improve and just, you know, do the type of things that we need and want to see the team do. Now, with that being said, one of the things that I do want to talk about is where the Bears rank statistically. I was doing this every single week, then I kind of got away from it because things really didn't change. But I do want to talk about it here. The Chicago Bears, who at one point were one of the worst teams as far as th third down conversions, actually rank sixth in the NFL right now. Uh, converting on third down rate of 45%, that has come a long way for the Chicago Bears who could not stay on the field. And just looking at that uh, part of their development has been huge. The Chicago Bears also the 19th ranked team as far as scoring in points per game, averaging 20.8 points per game. And we know the last uh, handful of weeks and games, the Bears have been scoring more often. So again, kind of one of those things you can look forward to it's starting next season of this team, possibly being a much higher powered scoring offense as well. Our passing offense is, of course, still dead last in the NFL at 32nd, averaging 140 uh, yards per game, which still, when you look at it, we started off the season the first few weeks averaging 116 passing yards per game. So there's been growth there as well. The rushing offense, number one. We've been number one almost all season. That makes sense. And total offense, we rank as, as 22nd, averaging 329.8 yards per game growth there from the Chicago Bears as well still not where we want to be and where, where hopefully we're going to be next season but growth there red zone scoring the Chicago Bears are actually the 12th best team in the NFL in the red zone scoring on 57 percent of their of their chances in the red zone again 
not the best, right? Still in the top half of the league, and we still know areas that we can definitely improve in there, especially when you factor in the missed field goals, things like that, the mistakes um, and, and turnovers in the red zone that we've had over the course of the season. Again, just showing that this team has developed some this, this season. We're 30th in the NFL with uh, 42 sacks allowed per game. That we definitely have to improve. That has to be a big part of the improvement when you look at bringing in new talent to this team in the offseason from Ryan Poles. And then turnovers were tied for 23rd with 18 turnovers. So we need to do better at that for sure. Uh, turnovers do have to be a better part of the game. Now on the defensive side, defensive side, points allowed were 29th in the NFL, uh, allowing 25.6 points per game. Uh, passing defense were 11th. That's down from 9th. Uh, we're averaging, we're allowing 204 passing yards per game. Our rushing defense is 27th. Slight bit of an improvement there. We're still averaging 143 yards uh, uh, given up rushing on the ground per game. Total defense, 19th as far as total defense, at, uh, allowing 350 yards per game. Again, not where you want it to be, but not as bad as what it was at some point. Third down conversions, we are dead last in the NFL. We need to definitely improve that, allowing teams to convert on 48% of the third downs against us. Red zone defense were 26. Uh, sacks were 32nd dead last, only 16 sacks on the season. And we're tied for 15th with 15 takeaways. So that's where it boils down, offense, defense for the Chicago Bears. But we know that this team is going to, well, we hope that this team is going to drastically improve um, next season on both sides of the ball with adding more talent, having the most cap space by far of any other team in the NFL. And so that's the things that we could hope to. And then talking about that improvement, it actually... Now, as, well, as much as Will Anderson Jr. was listed higher up in most mock drafts, a lot of mock drafts now have Jalen Carter rising in that stakes above Will Anderson and, and having him slated as being that pick at number two if the Bears end up do selecting at that pick. Jalen Carter is the guy I told you guys I would rather draft. You, you look at uh, defensive linemen from, from Georgia, they're just built different. And so I know that Will Anderson, and, and they both, these two players, when you look at Will Anderson Jr., Jalen Carter, the players that right now most Bear fans are saying which one is going to be the pick for the Chicago Bears, they both have a generational-type upside on that defensive line. So the Bears really hopefully can't go wrong, right? Um, again, I think we have some PTSD as Bears fans that even if we do pick the, the one of one out the other, we're going to be worried if the other one's going to be turning out better. But look, when you when you said this, I, I am really excited at the prospect that the Chicago Bears have at that number two overall pick, if they end up staying and holding on to that selection. Seems like Ryan Poles is the same. This one recently came out. Ryan Poles with this. Uh, Ryan Poles would be thrilled with this scenario. Chicago is another trade back candidate because Stroud is still out there. But then again, my number one prospect is, st is still available. After dealing away Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn, the, Bill the Bears need edge rushers. And Anderson is explosive, extinctive, and overpowering. Over the past two seasons, he has averaged more than a sack per game at 27.5 and has powered up 56 tackles for a loss and 131 pressures. That kind of production would be welcome to defense that has just 16 sacks this season. And uh, so, you know, that one uh, was written uh, by Elisa Bambiri, I think is, is how you pronounce her name. And so it seems like Ryan Poles is excited at the prospect that he's going to have. The, the, maybe the, the idea that they can trade down and still get their guy. Whether it be Will Anderson, maybe Will Anderson moving down mock drafts is actually a benefit for the Chicago Bears as they look to possibly move down and get some more draft selections. Either way, I think that it's going to be Will Anderson or Jalen Carter unless Ryan Poles just has something up his sleeve that none of us are expecting, right? Which I think is a less of a possibility when you have two surefire guys in that area. But at the end of the day, it looks like as long as the 
Chicago Bears stay at that number two overall pick, at least hold on to that selection and earn that, they still may trade out, that they're going to walk away from this draft with either Will Anderson Jr. or Jalen Carter. And if the Bears do do that, it's listen, that is the type of player that we need on top of doing things in free agency, right? That's not the only thing. We still need to add veterans to this team in free agency. We still do need to improve that linebacking core as well. But the Bears are in a good and unique situation to really add a generational talent on that defensive line at a position of need, right? It's not like there's a generational player there and it's not necessarily a position that the Bears need. It just all seems like everything is kind of falling in line for the Chicago Bears to get exactly what they need in this draft to improve that defense as well as to complement the other things that they're going to do in free agency as well. Now, one of the players that has stood out big time for the Chicago Bears so far this season has been Jack Sanborn, an undrafted uh, rookie getting uh, 59 tackles lead, or second in the league so far since he's taken over as, as a starter. And Coach Matt Eberflus had this to say about Jack Sanborn. Sanborn's been good. He's been consistent with his play. When I talk uh, to linebackers, it's all about hits on the ball. Can you affect the ball? Are you tackling? Are you punching the ball? Are you taking the ball away? He's had a lot of tackles. He's improved his tackling. Last week, I thought his tackling was better. I would say his ball production probably needs to improve. And then he says this, as a rookie, to be able to handle, you know, the huddle and be and be able to make uh, calls and adjustments along the way. That's been pretty cool for him, for us to watch. So it seems like Jack Sanborn has earned a lot of respect from this coaching staff. They still do need to see and want to see improvements from him, which nothing is wrong with that. And as he continues to do that, as he answers the call, the Bears could have gotten a hell of a player here as an undrafted rookie. And so with that being said, like I, you guys know here at Chicago Bears Central, we are super high on rookie Jack Sanborn. I do think that he's going to be the starter next year, and I can't wait to see what he looks like in getting starts with an improved team and an improved defensive line in front of him as well. We can see him look even more dangerous. Improvements from uh, 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 Jaquan Brisker, improvements from Kyler Gordon, improvements just from the team as well. I know for Bulls fans, this word may be triggering, but the little bit of continuity that they're going to have, the, the, the players that are going to come back Understand this system as you add better talent and more talent around, but you're still going to have key players at key positions that are going to be in their second year of the system, in the second year of the hitch principle, in the second year of just understanding what this coaching staff wants to see from them. When you add veterans and rookies and just more talent to that, the Bears, I, I've been saying it, next year we're going to have the monsters of the midway back. I'm calling for that. I have full faith that we're going to have the monsters of the midway back. Does that translate to wins for the Chicago Bears, though? That's going to be the question. Now, Jack Sanborn kind of responded. He had his comments as well that I do want to talk about also. He said this, I think one of them is really just kind of punching the ball, forcing fumbles. That's something that we preach, that we preach it, and we do it so, so much in practice. It does translate to the game. I'm talking about me specifically. It does translate to the game, but at the same time, I think there are a couple of times where an extra punch here and there maybe could jar the ball loose. That's enough to change the game. So Jack Sanborn, even having his mind focused on his ability to be a playmaker and game changer for the Chicago Bears. You guys, I, I get it. There are a lot of Bears fans that call him slow quan and all that. And you, you, you get your jokes. Is Jack Sanborn a perfect player? No, I don't think anybody would say that. There's not been enough shown or anything to say he's a perfect player. But I do think Jack Sanborn has shown the ability to get to the ball. He has shown the ability to make impact plays. He has shown the ability to get key tackles and to always be in the, in the thick of things on that defensive end of the ball. And that is a player I always want for my team. That is a player you always want on the defensive end. It's just somebody who is just going to get it done. Somebody who takes well to coaching, but also puts it on themselves to go out there and improve and show out. So, you know, hate around Jack Sanborn and not maybe hate is a too strong of a word. The, Dak, 
the doubt around Jack Sanborn is one thing, but he's proven it, and I hope he's shutting up a lot of doubters as well. But that is it for today's episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Central at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail for our Friday mailbag episodes, the number to do so is 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I like to end everything on on this channel, bear down, love you guys, and peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.